Nyata, hello. My name is Alison. I pastor a little church in southwest Victoria called Sanctuary. I acknowledge the people of the Eastern Ma Nation who've been sharing stories and keeping culture here since time immemorial, and I pay my respects to elders past, present, and emerging. Today I'm reflecting on the ten words which were handed down to the people of Israel at Mount Sinai. They're often referred to as commandments, but this is not in the text. You can find these words in Exodus chapter 20, but in short they're about honouring God, honouring people, and honouring Sabbath rest. So let's begin. Just imagine you've been set free. Free from unreasonable expectations and casual contracts and ever-increasing KPIs. Free from the busy work of middle management and trivialising performance reviews. Free from the gnawing feeling that no matter how many hours you put in, you will never know enough or do enough or be enough or have enough. Free from seeking other people's approval. Free from the need to be seen as helpful, powerful, successful, special, right, reliable, calm, happy or wise. Imagine you've been set free from worrying about the future in any way, shape or form. It's not that things are settled, but you no longer need to worry about them. Imagine you've been set free from being defined by other people's categories. Woman, gay, black, poor. Imagine freedom from the petulant demands of work, family or Facebook to consume all your time and energy. Free from the gnawing desire for a better house, a sweeter spouse, smarter children, more stuff or a more organic and authentic life. Imagine freedom from the need to be productive, from the desire to consume, from the drive to be endlessly busy. Imagine freedom to put your feet up and gaze out the window and do absolutely nothing at all. Just imagine. My friends, this is a liberation which is offered to us by the God of Exodus. Freedom from the demands and desires of Pharaoh's empire. Freedom from endless busy work and meaningless labour. Freedom from being defined by our work. Exodus means freedom from the insatiable drive to be bigger, better, sexier, smarter, stronger, richer and more powerful. Exodus means freedom from competing with your neighbour. Freedom from seeing other people as rivals and from seeing yourself through their eyes. Exodus means freedom from alienation and anxiety. It means freedom from an exploitative economic system. It means freedom to rest and to allow others to rest also. We are all offered this gift of freedom, but again and again we forget. And so we are also given ten words. Now these words are not heavy commandments dropped from on high onto an already burdened people. Instead they are words in relationship from a liberating God for a liberated people. And they're what Walter Brueggemann describes as strategies for remaining free. They're strategies for remaining free. 
The first strategy is to honour God, and this is what the first group of words relates to. We are always surrounded by invitations to idolatry, that is, invitations to devote our best time and energy to something other than God. For some of us this might be an ism, and in our context we could look at feminism or minimalism, environmentalism, veganism. For others it might be economic management or professional success. For still others it might be an unhealthy devotion to our own wellness or family or community group or vocation. There are many, many idols in our lives, many things we can be devoted to. When these things are expressions of a life lived in God, these things can have integrity. But when they become the focus, they hollow us out. Even environmentalism, even vocation, even family. When we devote our best time and energy to anything other than God, we wind up fearful, lonely, despairing. We forfeit the wholeness God intends for us. This is why the first group of words tells us to honour the one who liberates us from Pharaoh and the one who calls us into a new creation of justice, mercy and peace. For when this God is at the centre of our lives, we will be free from destructive idolatries and we will be made whole. So honouring God is the first strategy. The second strategy is to honour our neighbour. And this is what the last group of words relates to. Some of these words are about doing no harm. Others are about protecting the vulnerable. Those who work for us. Those who produce what we consume. And those who have no rights or power. All these words are about seeing our neighbour not as the object of our own desires. Nor as the object of rivalry. But as a subject. A whole person made in God's image and as deserving of justice, mercy and peace as we are ourselves. When we honour our neighbour, we honour our God. And when we do this, we will be free from destructive rivalries, and we will know shalom. So that's the second strategy, to honour people, or honour our neighbour. At the heart of the two sets of words is the third strategy. The first strategy, honour God. The second strategy, honour people. The third strategy is the radical concept of Sabbath. Now Sabbath is not as simple as worship, rest and play, although it certainly includes these things. But Sabbath is much bigger than this. For Sabbath tackles the big lie of Pharaoh's empire. The lie that keeps slaves making bricks and slave drivers pushing them. And the lie is this, that there is never enough. Because of this lie, shops never shut, oil rigs never stop pumping, emails never stop flowing, and workers never truly rest. And the lie infects every area of our lives. We all know the feeling from time to time. No matter how many hours we put in, we will never know enough, or do enough, or be enough, or have enough. So Sabbath is a radical and prophetic challenge to this lie of scarcity. It asserts that we can stop, and we must stop. And it says we must ensure this gift of rest is enjoyed not only by ourselves, 
but by everyone. By young people, casual workers, refugees and vulnerable people. It's not just the privilege of the rich. So Sabbath calls out our dependency on being very busy and very important. Sabbath announces our resistance to a system which exploits people and communities and land. And it shows that we trust the one who sets a table in the desert and pours water from a rock. And it's all done by this insistence on stopping. Stop work. Stop shopping. Stop running around like a headless chook. Let things lie fallow for a while. So those are the three strategies. Honour God, honour people, honour the Sabbath. Everything around us tells us to work harder, aim higher and take more. Everything around us tells us there's not enough to go around. Put yourself and your family first. Busy people are important people and exhaustion is normal. Unless we fiercely resist these messages using our strategies, we will end up devoting our best time and energy to all the wrong things and we will find ourselves back in Egypt. We will wind up hollowed out and miserable, the sort of people who keep Pharaoh's labour mills running and Pharaoh's cash registers ringing and Pharaoh's bean counters eroding entitlements and Pharaoh's army in constant readiness to protect this toxic, shriveled and destructive way of life. So here now the good news. God does not seek human diminishment. God does not seek this toxic, shriveled and destructive way of life. Instead, God desires human flourishing. And so we have been given ten words or three strategies pointing to a different way. A way of liberation, a way of neighbourliness, a way of rest in which God is our focus and we hunger and thirst no more. Ten words three strategies, and a never-ending flow of life as we walk together into God's new creation of justice and wholeness and shalom. Amen. And so may you be revived by God's perfect words. May you be guided by God's stable rule. May you delight in God's just demands. And may you be kept in thought, word and deed, in God's good graces, forever. In the name of our Rock and Saviour, Jesus Christ our Lord, I pray. Amen. That's all for today. If you value what you heard, there's always more to read on our website at sanctuarybaptist.wordpress.com. Sanctuary is funded entirely by members and supporters. If you'd like to support the work of this little congregation, you can make a donation via PayPal and you can find the details for this on the website. Thanks for listening and we'll catch you another time. God bless.